start in a low cost of living area. If you live in New York and you want to get into real estate, go to Ohio or Dallas or New Jersey or Pennsylvania. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. My mom always said it's rude to keep people waiting. Well, best ever listeners, that's exactly what you're doing if you're not funding your deals with our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land. Patch of Land is a crowdfunding marketplace that matches up your deals with accredited and institutional investors who want to invest in your deal. Patch of Land literally has thousands of investors ready to fund your next deal. You don't want to keep them waiting, do you? And guess what? It's a lightning quick process too. In fact, the average Patch of Land loan closes in just seven days. Is a five to seven day close faster than how long it currently takes you to close on financing? And just think, wouldn't it be wonderful to have all of your financing needs taken care of for all of your deals? How many more deals could you close if you already knew where the money was coming from? With Patch of Land, you no longer have to worry about the financing part. They've got it taken care of for you. Go to Patch of Land and find out how to get your next deal funded by the thousands of investors waiting for you right now. Go to patchofland.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-A-N-D.com. Hello, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Barbara Friedberg. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for joining us. Barbara is joining us from San Jose, California. She is a veteran portfolio manager. She has a master's degree in business administration and is a former university finance instructor. She's the author of multiple investing books, uh, one of which is called Invest and Beat the Pros, Create and Manage a Successful Investment Portfolio. And she's got a wonderful personal finance blog that you should check out, barbarafriedbergpersonalfinance.com. And lastly, she is the host of a popular podcast called Young and Oldish Money, just recently launched. Got to go check that out. Um, we're going to talk a lot about her background, the advice that she has. And you know, it's really interesting because she actually, as she puts it, she grew up with real estate in her blood. The typical Sunday for her growing up uh, revolved around real estate. So I'll let her talk a little bit about that and her background. So Barbara, can you talk a little bit about what you've been up to, how you got to this point, and a little bit about your background? Love to. Well, let me start with my background. The year I was born, my father, who's an, who was an amazing entrepreneur, started his real estate company. And what he did was initially he bought and fixed up houses and resold them. That's called flipping today, although back then there was no name for it. He grew that company along with my mom into both a brokerage and from buying a few houses to, I'd say, flipping probably over a thousand. He also owns some apartment buildings, et cetera, et cetera. So as a kid, like Joe said, our Sundays were spent hopping in the car, looking at real estate. 
So I evolved from there. I got my real estate license in my 20s. I was a I was a real estate agent for a couple years, got to own some real estate property, fixed it up, resold it. And right now I've moved more into financial assets investing, helping people learn how to invest with stocks and bonds and um, build their wealth. How'd you go from real estate focus to now stocks and bonds and building wealth and and not necessarily let me it's not really how but why did you make that switch okay well i'm gonna tell the best ever listeners a big secret and don't tell anyone <laughs> got married had a kid and i just kind of got a little lazy okay real estate is really a tremendous hands-on business so when you know, Joe, if when you own real estate, you've got to be on 24-7. There's problems arising all the time. You're always uh, responding to issues. And I had been fortunate in that I built up quite a nice nest egg with my real estate. But with a growing family, I just didn't want to do all the hard work. And so I said, and I always had an interest in investing. And I said, I'm going to get into more uh, stock and bond investing to build wealth, because I think it won't be as 24 seven a job. Did you have a property management company? <laughs> I'm glad you asked this question because ultimately um, later on in life, and I'm probably old enough to be your mom, um, but we won't go there right now. Uh, <laughs> I went back and became a an owner in my dad's initial real estate company, Cadco Real Estate, where we managed the real estate with my sister, and I also managed the financial investments. And so in that, wearing that hat, we, of course, had managers. Yes. So you had managers. Um, because what I've noticed, when I, I agree and disagree with you on the 24-7 thing with real estate, because uh, you know, I have homes in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I have a third-party property management company, and I literally spend uh, two minutes a month on it. Uh, however, the apartment community that I have, because it's a repositioning and we're, we're doing a lot of stuff with it, that is a lot more involved, and that's a lot more of my time. And I think it depends on how you structure the team the uh, the team members whose costs you include into the financial projections and um, the type of strategy that you have. I mean, fix and flip, um, like your your dad had started out doing. I mean, that's clearly more hands on than say buy and hold and and kind of forget about it, which is what I'm doing with my homes in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, so what what was taking up your twenty? What was taking up your time on that twenty four seven? Uh, area? Great question. Well, before I got into being a principal in the company, I, you know, bought real estate on my own and sold it or rented it out. And I didn't have a manager at that point. So clearly that was very time consuming. When I did transition over into being a principal in the real estate company, we had the managers and we were not very fortunate because we went through several different management companies and really never latched on to a company that I felt was good enough to just let go. 
and just say, you know, I'll, I'll have some oversight. And that could have been partly due to my negligence of not spending a lot of enough upfront time in really finding the right manager. Based on your experience, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Start in a low cost of living area. And I see you're already doing that, Joe. If you live in San Francisco and you want to get into real estate, start in Sacramento. If you live in New York like Joe and you want to get into real estate, go to Ohio or Dallas or New Jersey or Pennsylvania. Don't buy money with no money down. You got to have some skin in the game. How do you identify low cost of living? Um, how do you define that? And why is it important to go to a low cost of living area? Well, I guess my take is, although some people might consider real estate and stock market investing very speculative, I'm extremely, I'm, I'm a risk taker, but I'm also conservative. So I would feel much more comfortable starting off with a deal that costs you know, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars, which you can get in a low cost of living area. You put twenty thousand down and you're set. Versus starting in, say, New York or California, where you can't touch anything for less than a million. The risk is just so high. And as I'm sure you know, every time you put money in doesn't mean you're gonna c come out with a win. You sometimes lose. So you just constrain your losses a little bit when you're first starting out. And how do you define low cost of living areas? I would say you look at the average price of a piece of property. If you're looking for a single family home to start out or a two family or a four family, you just look at the inventory. You can go somewhere as simple as Zillow and say, okay, what's the average price on a four family? And you can use that to define determine some places where you can buy real estate with less money. What's something that you learned in real estate that you apply now for uh, what you do when you're focusing on you know, stocks and bonds? There are two or three things that I think are crucial. One is you have to be patient. In any type of entrepreneurial venture, your results are rarely quick income. So if you're looking for a quick profit, um, I think you've got to kind of revise that thinking because it takes time to build up an, a real estate portfolio. It takes time to build up an investment portfolio. And in the interim, you're going to have some ups and downs. And so you can't keep looking at your net, net worth every month and say, wow, I'm not there yet. And then the second advice I'd have is be prepared for upsets and setbacks because they're going to come. And if you think everything's going to go smoothly, you're just going to be disappointed and you may have a tendency to quit. Barbara, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? I am. First, a quick word from our sponsor. Don't you deserve to have all your deals funded in lightning quick speed? I agree. That's why I've partnered up with our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land, to bring you the best crowdfunding crash course ever where you get all the info you need to know about crowdfunding so that you can close more deals. Tune in every Sunday this February and you'll be treated to the best crowdfunding crash course ever. All right, Barbara, best ever book you've read. Best ever investing book, Random Walk Down Wall Street by Burton Malkiel. And I'm going to cheat and give you another one. My current read, Essentialism by Greg McCown. Great for life. 
Best ever listeners, I know you like audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get a free audio version of books like those. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. I'd say losing money on a home we bought in Indianapolis. We got transferred there from San Diego, California, and we were thrilled with how much our money would buy in Indianapolis versus California. So we bought a big, big, beautiful home, assuming we'd stay there indefinitely and found out we wanted to leave in two years. And between you and me, don't buy a home if you think you're going to move in two years. We lost $25,000 on that experience. What would you have done differently? I think two things. Number one, we would, we should have not bought as extravagant a home, given the fact that we didn't know how, you know, we assume we were going to live there. That's one thing. And the other thing is maybe rented. But I got to tell you, Joe, in retrospect, stuff happens. You know, you move somewhere, you think you're going to stay, and then you find out you don't. Something like that, in a way, was almost unavoidable. Best ever success habit you practice? Sleep a lot, get up early, make a to-do list, get to work, break scary tasks down into teeny tiny micro goals. Best ever deal you've done? Bought a condo within one year of moving to San Diego in the 80s and continued buying real estate in San Diego. Best ever project you're most excited about right now? My new podcast with my partner, Bobby Lee, called Young and Oldish Money. Check us out on iTunes. What the heck's that about? Bobby Lee's young and I'm not. And we're hitting on all sorts of money topics, ways that you can learn how to increase your wealth. Best ever quote. Albert Einstein. Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't, We might have talked about this, but what's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Actually, I have another one. Oh, yay. Yeah, that is the cool thing about tacking on a couple of uh, investing and real estate decades in your life. You're going to make a ton of mistakes. So another mistake that I made in real estate was we didn't hang on to our properties in San Diego and we sold them. Wish we still had them today. What's the best ever place to reach you, Barbara? Reach me at barbarafriedbergpersonalfinance.com. I've got a contact page there. I would love, love, love to hear from all of you. Barbara, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your best ever advice with the best ever listeners. I mean, one of the things that you mentioned that really resonated with me is starting in a low low cost of living area because you'll have a lower financial commitment to enter into the real estate game. Therefore, it will minimize the amount of exposure that you have. And I know after you know watching tons of episodes of the Shark Tank, and by the way, Barbara Corcoran's gonna be on the show pretty soon, she's confirmed. And listening to other venture capitalists, the one thing that they mention is anytime they get into an investment, they wanna make sure they uh, minimize the downside as much as possible and eliminate it as quickly as possible if it exists once they get into the deal. And this is a good way of you know starting in the low cost area of identifying the downside and then quickly minimizing it as much as possible when you get in. A couple other things that stood out to me were the tips that you have on you know what you applied from real estate to 
what you're doing now with stocks and bonds. That is just be patient. Results don't happen overnight or very rarely they do. And the importance of really sticking with the fundamentals, knowing your strategy and continuing to do the things that you know are effective based on previous success records of other people who have done similar things. So thank you so much for being on the show, Barbara, and we'll talk to you soon. My pleasure, Joe. Thanks for having me and congrats for getting Barbara Corcoran. Looking forward to that episode as well. Hey, you best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to joefairless.com where you'll get tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever.